what's, what's up, up guys? guys welcome to the first episode of previously, previously on, on the, the internet. internet with artavia and i am faith and basically this podcast is just gonna be things that personally we love to talk about on our own time and we decided to kind of take it to podcast form like everybody else is doing right now but basically this podcast is just gonna be about like celeb gossip tv stuff that we've been watching movie stuff basically all things pop culture and we're kind of gonna dive into topics each week um like i said i'm faith and i have been um kind of obsessed with pop culture ever since the disney channel days like literally was since i was seven i made a project um for second grade and i kind of made it all about lizzie mcguire and raven simone and it kind of just took off from there of my obs- <laughs> my obsession with celebrities and stuff. So I think I'm very vetted in celeb gossip and social media. Yeah. Um. Same with me. I have loved like pop culture celebrities mostly. Um. Since definitely elementary. I think like the first ones, High School Musical. I remember doing a whole like paper on Ashley Tisdale. <laughs> Ashley Tisdale. Yeah, it's like a random. I mean, not random. She's like the third main girl. She was my favorite from High School Musical. So any during that during that time, I was just any 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 time I could talk about any of the cast members from High School Musical, I was doing it. Um, And then that just kind of developed on to like more celebrities, Mm -hmm. and still going to this day. Yeah. Yeah, and then kind of get into how we know each other and how we became friends um we went to the same middle school um we met in sixth grade so what 11 years old yeah yeah i I know i was 11 but um yeah we had the same two classes it was history and english math and science too oh yeah huh (laughs) you know but we never sat together in math and science no that's true we uh we got seating charts obviously in sixth grade and we got put in a four seated table oh yeah that's right and we kind of basically sat at the same table sat next to each other and we kind of hit it up from there we bonded over disney channel celebrities of course as one would in 2008 so yeah we were 11 so we're we've been friends for like 15 well basically yeah 15 years now Mm. and yeah, we obviously, like I said, bonded over celebrities, Jonas Brothers, Disney celebrities, Nickelodeon celebrities, and it went through high school into now. Mm-hmm. We are talking about celebrities on a podcast. Yeah. Transitioned into this, and it's going to be fun. Yeah, I have, you know, well, let me, let me just say this. In real life, I'm not much of a talker. I feel like we're very... Um, <laughs> I feel like me and you are very golden retriever, black cat. Uh-huh. You know what that is? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I am very much the black cat. I don't really talk about much, but I can talk a lot about celebrities and, you know, gossip and TVs and stuff. So I feel like I'm going to be able to talk a lot during the podcast. And me, yeah. I, I'm a talker. I'm a, I talk about a lot of things and I can go for hours and hours. If Faith knows, um, our FaceTime calls are very <laughs> long because of me talking. Um, and since I love talking about anything I'm interested in, um, so this is going to be a piece of cake. I would mm, keep talking. 
and <laughs> I think we're just gonna have to go back and forth. Yeah, I was gonna say something right now, but I forgot. <laughs> so should we get into the next the topics? I'm gonna start with the biggest topic I have. Oh, okay. Do you know the Colleen Ballinger drama right now? Do you know who, I, first? Do you know who Colleen Ballinger yeah, is? Yeah, yeah, I know who she is. Um, I know, I know a little bit. I haven't like went too deep, but anything that I see like on Twitter, like those like popular yeah. tweets, I definitely see those ones. Okay. Also, I will say I feel like we we both like pop culture a lot and like celebrities and stuff, but I feel like we're very opposite in what we like. Yeah. That, that's what I was going to say, too. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there's some stuff that we could, you know, kind of agree on and, like, share some interest in, but mostly very opposite. So I feel like this podcast is going to be fun because I'm, I could bring, like, stuff you don't know and you could bring stuff I don't know. Yeah. But, okay, anyways, back to Colleen <laughs> Ballinger. She, if you don't know who Colleen Ballinger is, she is Miranda Sings on YouTube. She has, like, two big channels, one as Miranda Sings, which is a character she does, and one vlog channel where she just vlogs her life and her life with her kids now that she has kids. Anyways, she is in very hot water because she's done very some, some very questionable things with... Oh, uh, allegedly done some... <laughs> allegedly has done some questionable things with children. Um... Let me start off in the beginning because I just watched a whole H3 podcast on this timeline. So let me get the timeline straight. Okay, okay so in about 20, 2018, I believe, mm-hmm. she posted a tweet to Twitter from the Miranda Sings account saying, um, I have some, basically just said the tweet was like, I have news to tell you all. Um, I'm coming out or something like that. Mm-hmm. Basically alluding that she's going to come out. as you know sexuality yeah as a sexuality but then later she posted another tweet saying i'm coming out as a i forgot what fan like a carly ray jepson fan or something like that just some random girl anyways people were really mad about that because they thought you know she was like queer baiting or like just i don't know it was just a really weird tweet to put out anyways she apologized for that she took it down obviously after she got backlash anyways fast forward to now she Um, there's, like, things, rumors coming out about her allegedly using fans, like, sending inappropriate things to underage fans in, like, private group chats. And so one of the fans has come out and said, like, that he used to work for Colleen when he was, like, 14 years old. Um, and, like, she kind of gave him her social media info about, uh, just to, like, help her come out with fun tweets and, like kind of run her social medias, I guess. Mm-hmm. And he came up with that tweet, basically saying, like, she's coming out as a Carly Rae Jepsen fan. And so, obviously, she, but she, so he came up with that tweet, he gave it to her, and she approved it, and he posted it. Okay. Okay. Then she got the backlash, and then um, he she got mad at him for it. Oh, okay, okay. And so this kind of starts, like, the big, big drama that's starting to bubble up. So she got mad at him for it, basically saying it's his fault, and she ghosted him. And mind you, this guy is huge, huge Colleen Bellinger fan, mm-hmm. diehard fan. And so <clears throat> he was really mad. So anyways, fast forward to 2020, he came out with a video exposing her, saying that he used an underage kid. She sent him um, 
bra and underwear in the mail while he was 14. Mm-hmm. Just very weird stuff. And basically saying, like, she had, like, a very weird relationship with him as an underage kid. And that was it. She came out saying that, like, they were friends, whatever. Um, basically saying that he wanted the underwear even though she was, like, 30 and he was 14. He wanted the underwear. That's why she sent it to her, sent it to him. Anyways, fast forward to now, 2023. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember saying that she used to be in group chats with, like, a whole bunch of her fans. I seen like I seen like one like screenshot of like messages. Yeah, she was in a group chat, a couple group chats mm-hmm. with like a main core of fans. Okay. Like you know how celebrities like yeah favorite yeah. fan bases or certain fans. Anyway, yeah. she was in a group chat with those fans, and basically more stuff has come out. Basically, all of them have turned on her and are coming out with receipts. Like ninety five percent of these fans are underage when she was messaging them. Mm-hmm. Anyways. She was, like, asking some very inappropriate questions to them, like, sending very weird images to them. The more I dive into this, like, the creepier it gets. Because at yeah. first, I thought it was very service level. Like, she's just being weird, talking weird to fans. But it gets even weirder. Like, she would send them videos of, like, her putting a tampon in their mouth. In her mouth. Wait. Yeah. Okay. And she's like, can you guys take a picture? And then, like... They all met up at one meet and greet, and she all had them bring a tampon so they could take a picture like that with the tampon in their mouth. That's... Uh, not used, obviously, but I mean, still yeah. weird. And then, fast forward to, like, the okay. most... I'm sorry, I have a question. Yeah. Is she doing all this as, like, Colleen or Miranda? As Colleen. Oh, okay. Like, she's talking to them as Colleen. Um, She's friends with them as Colleen. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. It's just her... Yeah her personality she did okay. as her own personality anyways the most recent update is that you know trisha paytas mm-hmm, mm-hmm. very interesting person <laughs> um yeah. she crystal trisha paytas had works on only fans as well as youtube she's a famous youtuber and um while these kids are underage colleen would s- send screenshots of trisha paytas OnlyFans videos and like pictures and would send that to send it to them and make fun of Trisha Paytas. Oh my goodness. Also, like Colleen and Trisha were very good friends at this time, so yeah. that's very like strange of her to be making fun of her friend. But also the biggest one, she's sending nudes to like fourteen year olds. Which is really weird. And and like even in the screenshots they would they would post on their Twitters, um, they're like very uncomfortable with it. Um, so now, so basically just a lot of weird interactions with fans that she would do. This is like kind of like not really off topic, like not really off topic, but while she's doing this, isn't she, wasn't she dating, did she, was she dating someone at the same time too? Yeah, she was. engaged or something? Oh, you just brought up something good. (laughs) She used to be married in like, from like 2015 to 2016. 17 mm-hmm. they were mm-hmm. not married for very long anyways they got a divorce and it was a very nasty divorce and i remember little things about yeah that. he yeah. would like kind of have like mental breakdowns online on live and no one really knew why they divorced <clears throat> people speculated that she cheated on him with the guy she's married to now because they met while she was married to the first guy oh and so um he's kind of the ex-husband has kind of alluded to that but it's never been confirmed or anything but basically when he was kind of like 
very mad when they first broke up he would post things about her and she would go into these group chats and tell her fans that like he's so obsessed with her he just wants to ruin me and she would tell her fans like reasons why they broke up like info about him like tell them to like debunk whatever he's saying Mm -hmm. kind of having these fans do the dirty work for her yeah so yes so she did get remarried in like 2018 and now she has three kids Mm -hmm. but she was still talking to them while she was remarried and i think had the first kid um and then sorry so much to unpack yeah there's a lot (laughs) there's just a lot one thing that i find I mean, well, there's a lot of things that I find weird about the whole situation that's going on with her. Um, but let's address like the least big problem, like least mm-hmm. problem of them all. Well, like it's still a problem, but is her like comfortability of like being so personal yeah. with her fans. Like, I mean, that's not a bad thing, but it's like, I feel like there should always be like a level that you shouldn't go past mm-hmm. um just because when you when you're a cele- like I, I mean i don't know i'm not a celebrity but when you're a celebrity and you have fans and yeah let's say like her ex-husband's like calling her out or she's doing things that's just not right like talking about somebody mm-hmm. or her recent actions um and when you're like messaging them um you already know one they're going to be on your side so you you can easily manipulate that situation and that's just like really weird but like her being open i don't know if this makes sense but like just her her being open and like bringing up personal problems and just like sending them nudes yeah allegedly i don't know if this is right i don't know they posted screenshots but okay we could just still say (laughs) (laughs) because i haven't seen them so i don't know like you know people photoshop so Mm -hmm. like never know i i you know, mm-hmm. just for safety, but um, that is, it's just, man, I, okay, I did not know all about this. I knew about the, like, and there's more that I'm leaving out, but for like the sake of like time, but oh, there's okay. a lot of stuff that weird stuff that she did. And it's at first, like when she kind of like got canceled the first time when she, with that tweet mm-hmm. and um, whatever. I was like, okay, that's 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 weird, mm-hmm. but you know, well, not the tweet when that when the boy first came out saying that she had this weird kind of relationship with him. Yeah, especially at fourteen. Yeah, and he he only put out so much information, mm-hmm. and so I thought like, yeah, that that was that's weird, but she kind of made a video clearing some stuff up, so I was like. Uh, I'm like, the, I'll give her... Is, is it the recent video that was just released? No. This okay. was back in 2020 or something like that. Oh, okay. And I was like, I kind of gave her the benefit of the doubt. Like, okay. And yeah, it's still weird, but I was like, okay, fine. I didn't really pay attention to her after that, but I'm not going to like actively think she's weird. I kind of just put her out of my brain. I wonder... <laughs> sorry. I wonder if um, it was like easy to clear up because maybe it just didn't expand past her fandom. And you know, like certain fans... Mm-hmm. And fan bases they like will defend their favorite to yeah. the like t like they will make sure like it's like oh they do nothing wrong so mm-hmm. maybe that's why it got cleared up so easily yeah because maybe it was just kept within the fandom now it's like out of her hands now it's out of her fandom yeah now it's crazy yeah but yeah um i thought it was weird but i just i thought like well she maybe she just like attached to these people and i don't know 
that she just thought like fans she could trust i don't know Mm-hmm. But now, with the more things that have come out, it's gotten, like, real weird and real creepy dark. Like, Jeez. this person is kind of sick and twisted. Yeah. But, um, where did I leave off? She saw, yeah, she would send Trisha's stuff and, like, make fun of her while they were friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and stuff like that. So, now, all the members have come out with receipts and basically saying that she was very weird and even, like, people would post videos of her at shows, and she would have kids, like, come up on stage with her and, like, act out scenes. Oh, yeah. I see. Yeah. And, like, just do very weird things with kids on stage. And, yeah, I don't, I don't know. This like, gotten very weird. But, anyways, yeah. it's been going on for about a month now, like, the backlash. And she came out, like, mm-hmm. last week with a video. Oh, my God. And when she, when I saw the screenshot of the video on Twitter, it was like, basically it just said like Colleen posted a video, kind of whatever. It's like, okay, let me go watch. I was not expecting her for it to be that cringy and that weird of a response. If you don't know, she, all these rumors of her being like a child groomer, being very inappropriate with children. She came out with a video playing the ukulele, singing a song kind of trying to clear her name which did a horrible job of clearing her name mm-hmm. basically saying like everyone's crazy everyone just wants to hate when there's like real receipts of her doing these things with the children mm-hmm. anyways i watched the video and i thought she was very creepy like it just it was just felt very dark to me i i didn't see the video good <laughs> I did not see the video just because I'm like I don't want to click onto you like your video give you views give you the attention. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like would see obviously I would see like screenshots of the video. Remember someone posted like the whole transcript of the video so people, <laughs> so people don't <laughs> so people don't go view it. And I was like I was supposed to go back and read it just like to see like certain things that like she said. There was a part in the video where where like she kind of like didn't like deny mm-hmm. she didn't deny yeah but it, i don't know it's like i don't know like she's clearly unfazed doesn't think anything's wrong with her mm-hmm. doesn't think anything that she did was wrong yeah and that's that good luck i mean good luck to her yeah the video is just her basically saying that everyone just wants to hate everyone just wants to cancel the only thing she's not a child groomer she's just kind of weird and trusted people mm-hmm. and just her, even her singing like the pauses she would take in the video just felt very like sinister and creepy to me but anyways the latest update today um trisha finally responded because oh, okay before she even got canceled her colleen and trisha just started a podcast oh really yes oh they just like kind of rekindled their friendship because trisha had a baby and colleen has kids so trisha said she wanted mom friends anyways they just started a podcast and i think they only got like three episodes in before colleen got canceled sheesh anyways trisha just posted a video kind of responding to kind of what colleen has done but also her involvement in like and colleen sending trisha's Mm -hmm. photos to the kids and Anyways, the gist of Trisha's video is, like, she is wants nothing to do with Colleen. She asked Colleen, because before, people would just say, like, the people from the group chat mm-hmm. would just say, 
she would talk crap about Trisha. And Tr- there was no proof yet. And so Trisha went to Colleen herself and was like, um, is this true? And Colleen would just say, no, no, it's not true. They would send your photos to me. And I would just be like, oh, whatever. Mm-hmm. And she basically, Colleen would just tell Trisha, like, it's not true. There's more to the story and stuff like that. And so Trisha believed her. She's like, okay, I'll believe you, whatever. But then recently, like, I think last night or two days ago, they mm-hmm. actually posted screenshots of Colleen sending it, oh, sending photos and like Colleen with friends with their computer and Trisha on the computer like smiling and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so it's obvious that Colleen sent the photos yeah. and like lied to Trisha. Anyway, Trisha was basically saying like she felt hurt that like a friend betrayed, like not betrayed, but like lied about like doing the stuff and kind of like talked behind her back yes yeah, like two times yes and trisha's basically saying she wants nothing to do with colleen anymore mm. so that's the latest update on the colleen situation and it's a very big situation i didn't get into it like all the things but yeah. just the main points but it is a very big storm that colleen is in right now and it, yeah it's gonna it's gonna definitely definitely be talked about um like definitely in the next couple of weeks because isn't it now like other YouTubers are starting to talk about or like coming out or like I remember seeing like a video I think it was like a compilation on TikTok or something. Yeah, there's a lot of YouTubers like commenting on it. Yeah, but like the main YouTube friends that she has, like the, her core YouTube friends, haven't said anything about it or anything like that. So it'll be interesting to see if they say anything, which I don't think they will. See, and that is, I mean, like, and I get it, like obviously that's that's a long like what like they've been friends for a while or something like i understand but when there's these allegations out about someone and you choose to be silent Mm -hmm. whether if you know it's real or not that's i I mean that says a lot about the other people too and her sister had her sister is a youtuber too Mm -hmm. and during this whole thing yeah she has a sister on youtube she has a brother on youtube but he does it with like his kids and his wife Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of understand why he hasn't said anything because mm-hmm. they kind of cater to kids with his kids being on YouTube. Yeah. But his, her sister is like 30. She just does vlogs of her. Um, and her sister has been posting vlogs every single day ever since this has been happening. Not saying a word. Like, how weird is that? Yeah, I mean, family definitely won't say nothing. So <laughs> I know that for sure. Yeah. I know family won't. But like, friends typically do. So that's why I'm like... Mm-hmm. And I also, one of my theories on Mm -hmm. why she would talk to these fans, underage fans, and, like, trying to be friends with them and stuff in these Mm -hmm. group chats, she always talked about how, like, she was very weird as, like, a preteen teen, and how she was, like, homeschooled, too. I feel like she's trying to, like, get back those years of, like, her not being able to fit in to where now she has teenage fans, so she's like, let me befriend these people and kind of, like, relive my years that I, like didn't fully live out mm-hmm. attention and like so that's a, she's getting attention from them yeah too, exactly so. yeah it's like you're the popular kid exactly so. <laughs> anyways yeah that's kind of my big story for today okay this is another very weird and creepy story oh no <laughs> <laughs> this is not a spooky podcast but just i've just been seeing a lot of creep lately <laughs> okay so i was scrolling on twitter the other day mm-hmm. and i saw someone quote tweet this um tweet and i forgot what they said but it interested me so i went to the original tweet and this is the craziest thing i've ever seen and i've seen some crazy stuff so basically the tweet 
this girl tweeted, I'm so angry right now. Stop finding women you see on dating apps on their personal social media profiles, especially if you haven't connected and there are zero identifiers in their profiles. And so she posted screenshots of what went on. So anyways, she had a Bumble profile. Okay. And just like any other dating profile, it just says her first name, photos, and that's it. Anyways, from only seeing her first name, Mm -hmm. she does not have social media connected to her Bumble profile. This guy found her on Facebook and started messaging her. So, this starts off the mess. So, her name's Kelsey. So, he started off the message saying, Kelsey, I mean, uh, dot, 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 K. Then, she hasn't responded yet. He's still typing. Mayhaps that was a tad overly enthusiastic for a stranger danger message on a Sunday, Friday, sunny Friday morning. My bad. Let's go with, uh, I can explain. Yeah, that works. And then she responded, sorry, do I know you? Like six different messages. Mm. All without her replying. Then he says, oh, hey, no, we don't know each other. Sincere apologies. If you give me the tiniest bit of room, I'd be happy to explain. I reckon I said explanation will bring laughs instead of smiles p.s not trying to rope you into a pyramid screen to sell fancy tupperware dot 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 yet and she's like not giving him like any satisfaction laughing at his weird jokes she said explain away he said oh god i just spent 60 minutes singing to seniors with a mask on in a hot room i'm not sure if i'm funny right now took a lot of energy i can do this he sent at least 15 messages without explaining a single thing Jeez. he's just talking too much for my liking <laughs> um basically the next messages after that of him saying okay i can explain whatever mm-hmm. he sent like 15 minutes of voice messages without even her like responding not like he sent another voice message as she, after she would respond mm-hmm. no it's just voice message after voice message and basically he would just ramble on i could play a little bit of the, the intro will have your skin crawl. Oh, no. <laughs> I just hate it that okay. much. Hey, Kelsey, how's it going? Don't mind me. I fucking hate texting. I think we're all better without it, so I usually use one of these when I can. Um, also, I don't know if you've ever seen that Key and Peel skit, but that's how I feel about texting. I could go on. Anyway, um, I just want you to know right off the bat, I fully accept how fucking weird this is. I'm sorry, but like I said, I think if you give me a second, you'll probably end up laughing. And uh, not that you need my permission, but feel free to just laugh directly at me for being a fucking idiot, for I am surely about to embarrass myself right now. I would also make the argument that embarrassing myself on a microphone is a large part of my job, and I'm quite good at it. So, uh, Anyways, it's just very... He just... Off the bat, his the way he talks sounds very weird and it's so cringy. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, very cringy. He tries so hard to like be funny, and that was thirty seconds of him talking but not saying anything. Mm-hmm. And that's basically the whole. I listened to all the voice <laughs> message he sent her. They torture. And it's just over, over and over repeating of like the randomest stuff without him actually saying anything. Basically, he's like said like I'm sorry, you know. I I was just so interested in your profile. I've never seen a bio like that in my life, so I just had to find you on Facebook. And she posted a screenshot of her Bumble profile, and it was just, like, super basic. Like, she just said, give me a completed profile, and I'll give you more than a hey. And just puts, like, she likes iced coffee, weightlifting, and dislikes extreme cold. Nothing extremely special, but he made it seem like she cured cancer in her bio. Mm-hmm. It's just very weird. 
So basically she responded with like, um, dude, so you saw me on Bumble and found me on Facebook, how? And he's like, oh, I just typed in Kelsey, whatever. And so she just blocked him after that. So she posted that on Twitter and it kind of went viral. And so many women have come forward with the mm-hmm. exact same script of what he they told those other girls. Mm-hmm. It's literally the same script on how like he like um it's the same guy same guy oh and he opens the opening line it's like the same like saying screaming out their name and like typing mm-hmm. and they all said like yeah um I, he he said he found me from my social from my um dating profile but i didn't have my like social media link to it so i don't know how he found me anyways it's at least like five girls who have said like he told me the exact same thing anyways it's just very, very weird, like, the way he talks and, like, mm-hmm. how many girls he's reached out to doing this exact same thing. Mm-hmm. It's just very serial killer and, energy. Yeah, definitely, definitely a creep who, oof, I don't, I don't want to say that. Let me not, let me not say that. But you said five other girls came forward about yeah, that? Yeah, at least. And you know that there's more that just mm-hmm. has, like, probably not on Twitter or oh that's just so creepy and then hopefully none hopefully none of like the other girls like except like you know not the ones that you who responded Mm -hmm. but hopefully none of the other ones like fell for his like trap like because you know because you know as women we have to like be nice Mm -hmm. to protect ourselves and hopefully hopefully they were just like kelsey and was like "Mm, how did you find me what do you want Mm mm-hmm yeah it's just very very weird the way like he rambles on for that long yeah and even like in his voice messages he would like say weird stuff about like i don't know just like weird like you're like other girls are like very blah blah blah, but you're not like that like you seem whatever like you don't even know her or like victimizing himself like oh women always think that i'm just so listen this and that but i promise you i'm not like oh it's probably the same type of guy that tweets like girls never give nice guys a chance exactly basically that's like his whole thing ew and like says stuff like um since i guess it matters i'm six feet tall stupid (laughs) i hate that (laughs) like you first of all if you were six feet tall you would not say since it matters (laughs) it's but it's crazy that he found her um he found her facebook or just any other social media just by yeah it's crazy how social media works i I mean it's it's very it's very easy to find information about people do you think maybe he's like because okay how do you how would you how do you spell her name how do you spell it um k-e-l-s-e-y just like regular kelsey spelling hopefully he's not like some type of person who knows how to like pick up like people's i mean because obviously not only does he has her name and her photo mm-hmm. you can do a reverse google image oh, search true. you can do that on the image or he already has her location yeah because it's gonna be general people in your area yeah. and that's scary in your okay i mean mm-hmm. um but he kind of used that to pick it up i like i mean it is easy to type in like somebody's name and i mean it's crazy because it wasn't no last name but name and location and all you have to do is just compare photos and it's like no matter if you link your stuff or not it's like oh it's scary yeah super weird and i don't know 
I think one of the girls like exposed his full name mm-hmm. on the thread. So hopefully, I think he's from Toronto. So hopefully, girls from Toronto see this and are stay. careful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's actually really scary because you never know the extent like men like that or not just men but like anybody like that Mm -hmm. um like will go to especially just to get your attention because clearly he wants attention it's like all those messages coming out and it's like oh it's like makes your skin crawl just like how how weird people could be Mm -hmm. and how unprotected like you can be too like okay what should we jump into now anything anything that has happened this latest like this past weekend like i mean i don't think anything big has been going on with celebrities because everybody's touring right now yeah and i mean concerts are coming to an end this yes i have my next concert august 5th i'm seeing miss swift miss taylor swift yes and i'm very excited this is my first time seeing her i used to be a taylor swift hater but we're not gonna get into that. I have, oh I have trans, um, I have what's the word? Not transitioned, Educated? but switched. Oh, um, I have I've switched sides, <laughs> and I am now a Swifty. And I mean, even when I was a hater, I would hate listen to Fearless and Speak Now. Um, but you didn't like Taylor Swift in middle school? No, because no. she. Listen, <laughs> this is my reasoning why I didn't like Taylor Swift. Okay. <laughs> She, um, not she was starting off well for us. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a diehard Swifty listening to this, I like, I love her now. So what matters is now. Um, I didn't, I liked her in the very beginning. She was fine. Like, I didn't like, oh my gosh, Taylor Swift, but she was fine. I was too busy with Demi Lovato and the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> then she started dating Joe Jonas, which was surprisingly okay with me. And then he broke up with her with a 27-second phone call, which is very wrong. But 11-year-old me did not care. She loved Joe Jonas, not Taylor Swift. So when she was, like, berating him on Ellen DeGeneres, saying, like, making fun of his Camp Rock doll, saying that whatever whatever she did, I was very mad. But I was not that mad to start hating her. What really? <laughs> eleven year old just sitting in the corner all mad. Exactly. Eleven year old me started hating Taylor Swift because she started getting very close with Selena Gomez. And who was Selena Gomez's best friend before Taylor Swift? Demi Lovato. And in two thousand nine, it was very obvious that Selena and Demi weren't hanging out that much. Oh, and my some heart. do you know what I'm going with? Oh yeah. Go ahead. And someone took a video. I forgot where she was. I feel like she was in Europe or something. But she was Demi Lovato was signing autographs. Oh, Selena. And someone um, was recording her. And Demi's like saying hi to fans or whatever, signing autographs. And someone um, in like the crowd that she was signing autographs with, someone asked Demi, how's Selena? And she said, ask Taylor. And that started a war within me with Taylor Swift. She took away Demi Lovato's best friend. <laughs> And, I don't know, that just made me so mad as an 11-year-old. And also, I was also on, what is this, 2000, 2009. No, I wasn't on, I think I was on Twitter then. 
in 2009 yeah because <gasps> Ooh, girl. i got my very first dim the bottle note notice in 2010 oh okay. uh, <laughs> let me say what gets me mad people in one direction fandom say that they started stan twitter when that is, we did you did not we did no <laughs> You did not start Stan Twitter because in 2009, 11-year-olds like me were on Stan Twitter. And guess what? We were having hashtag wars between the Jonas Brothers and Justin Bieber on who owned the JB acronym. We had pure wars. My username was... I had various usernames because I always had to switch it up. But I was on Stan Twitter and Stan Tumblr simultaneously while I was very young. Um, yes, anyways, this was literally like 2009, 2010, because I had my very first Dame Lovato notice, um, in 2010, when my username was We Love You Lovato. <laughs> and she tweeted out something like, I don't know, she was like feeling bored or whatever, I don't even know. And this was the time when the Jonas Brothers would always go to Pinkberry with Demi. Mm-hmm. And so I said, what did I say? I told her like, go get some pink berries or something like that. <laughs> or like, wish I could bring you pink berries. And she responded, love it, with three exclamation points. <laughs> and that was when you could text 40404 yeah. to tweet. And I got the text message from that number saying, Didi Lovato responded to you. But anyways, yes, that was, the Ask Taylor moment kind of sparked my um, naive hatred for Taylor Swift. And I mean, and I would you know hate listen to fearless because that was very good music (laughs) and then i even bought the speak now cd even though i quote-unquote hated her and i listened to that back and forth but um in like 2000 what 17 i started getting back into her music and so from like 2009 to now Mm -hmm. i've never seen taylor swift so i'm very excited to see her august 5th it's been a big it's been a big tour it's been yeah, a big, big tour you everybody knows the controversy about tickets about that but like how was it how hard was it to get tickets okay let me tell you about my <laughs> taylor swift experience i feel like i've been taking over but what let me see i don't know what month no it was november when tickets went on sale she's doing stadiums she she put i think it was five dates for los angeles so you had to sign up for a verified fan pre-sale. Mm-hmm. I hate no offense. I, I it, yeah, it, it, it makes sense. But then I feel like they accept everybody, and then it just like oh, it's just so it's, hard. It's yeah, no point. T- Ticketmaster verified fan like whole situation is very like not good. And for her reputation tour, her previous tour, she like partnered up with some sort of thing where. It was sort of like verified fan, but you would have to prove that you're a fan oh. to where like he would like link your Spotify to see how many times you would listen oh, or geez. like, I don't know, things like that. Mm-hmm. Like scalpers, prop- like ways to remove scalpers, basically. I mean, it's smart. It's smart. Yeah. And I forgot. But it sucks for people who don't use Spotify. <laughs> or Apple Music, whatever. Oh, okay. And it's like, and you got a boost if you like bought something from merch, whatever. Okay. But it was like a very organized way to remove scalpers. Anyway, she didn't do it for this tour. Mm-hmm. So she just did verified fan from Ticketmaster. And I was lucky enough to get three codes. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't oh, know wow. how, but I got three codes on three different accounts. And I gave one <laughs> code to a friend, because I'm nice like that. And I used another code. And so I used a code. Anyways, it was 
so I have a code for verified fan pre-sale. This is the very first sale of tickets. Mm. And I was in the queue and there's a way to like look at how many people are in front of you in line. Mm-hmm. 20,000 plus people in front of me. That's crazy. And everyone on my Twitter was like, oh, I only have 1,700 people. How? I don't know. Everyone had like 2,000 or less. I had 20,000 people in front of me. Yeah. Anyways, I went in. I'm trying to get two tickets. That's it. I was not able to get tickets. And I was so sad. But I was like, you know what? There's always next time. There's another Mm pre-sale. And then there was like the next pre-sale, which is like... I forgot what type of pre-sale it was, but it was two different pre-sales going on. No, it was the Capital One pre-sale. Oh, and luckily okay. enough, I have a Capital One card. Nice. So I was able to do that pre-sale. That was the second pre-sale of the Capital One. I was going to Disneyland this day mm-hmm. while the pre-sale was going on. I was like, okay, I could just do it at Disneyland. Like, I'll just step away. I'll just go sit somewhere and have my phone ready. I even brought my computer to Disneyland. Yeah. To I remember. I remember you. Yeah. <laughs> um to do this pre-sale <laughs> anyways i got there and imme- like i got off the disneyland tram and immediately ran to the nearest bench to sit down and join the queue so i joined the queue on my phone and my phone was kind of laggy but it was like whatever we parked mm-hmm. and i ran from them like i did not wait from them i ran on the tram and i went to sit down and so they were like still getting out of the car or whatever yeah. so i'm sitting there with my phone on the queue on my account and um it's just not i'm just like waiting for it to happen then my mom and my sister come off the tram and they see me and my mom was like do you want to use my phone too i was like no it's fine like i I just gotta use one phone like i'm not gonna be able to focus on two phones at the same time Mm -hmm. she's like okay whatever so they go off and they come back and she like somehow she convinced me to use her phone too Mm -hmm. so i logged into her account that i had a code for whatever so I'm on two different accounts on the queue waiting. And finally the queue opens up and um, I have like, of course, like 15,000 people in front of me, mm-hmm. 20,000 people in front of me on both things. So I'm there waiting, waiting. My heart's beating so fast. I'm like, <laughs> I gotta get these tickets. And I'm trying for two dates. So one phone I'm trying for like August 4th, the other I'm trying for August 5th. Mm. I wanted to go to August 4th one, but whatever. Um, and so I finally get lit in on both phones and my fingers are moving. I'm like, not good enough, not good enough. Because I was just getting like, nosebleed seats. Yeah. And I wanted, I didn't want floor seats because that's way too expensive. But I wanted like, who 100 sections. Yeah. So I kept getting like, nosebleeds. And I'm like, quickly exiting on both phones. I'm switching from one phone to another, one phone to another. And then after like, 20, 30 minutes of doing that for like, Jeez. over and over again, I finally got tickets. And I was so excited. I was like, oh my god. This is amazing. I finally got the tickets. Like, I'm going to see Taylor Swift. And so I had a good Disney day for the rest of the day. Anyways, I go on Twitter the next day. Mm -hmm. People are so mad that they never got tickets. Mm -hmm. Like, Ticketmaster is so messed up. Like, people are already going on StubHub selling their tickets for, like, crazy prices. Um, And so a lot of Swifties were, like, getting mad at Ticketmaster for, like, the verified fan and how it's terrible. Mm -hmm. Anyways... Ticketmaster came out with the numbers on how... Because, oh, the main reason people were mad because they have verified fan codes mm-hmm. in order to buy the tickets. Mm-hmm. But you... um, But anyone could join the queue. So mm-hmm. even people who didn't have codes were joining the queue. Yeah. So that's what... they were hoping. Yeah, so that's what was, like, messing up people, whatever. 
Anyways, Ticketmaster came out with like information how many people were online trying to get tickets. Mm-hmm. Did you see this number? Is it like 14 million? Yes, 14 yeah. million people were trying to get tickets at the same time. I beat out 14 million people <laughs> for Taylor Swift tickets. <laughs> yes, that was just crazy. Anyways, <laughs> so that so those two sales, it was the verified fan pre-sale and mm-hmm. the Capital One pre-sale. Yeah. And usually when people artists have pre-sales for their shows, pre-sales only have like so, yeah certain amount of tickets so that you know each pre-sale could have a certain amount and then general sale they... it's just whatever's left they put all of the tickets mm-hmm. for verified fan pre-sale and capital one pre-sale so <laughs> general sale never happened so if you don't have any code you were out of luck it's like very mm-hmm. messed up so people were furious so unorganized yeah so i thank god i had a capital one card <laughs> because if i didn't i would not be standing here today but um i mean they like Ticketmaster somehow figured it out to where there was like a a weird random second wave of like very limited tickets that they were able to scrounge up and people i don't know if people got that but she just added another la date like literally last week yeah yeah there's like what six shows yeah yeah there's six shows now i know the thing is the thing is what um and it's like you know Ticketmaster, any of these sites that sell concert tickets or just any tickets in general you know they're not going to do this but they really should put like a cap or there should be like some type of like policy law whatever um that should be passed it's like whatever you bought the tickets for you shouldn't be able to go like above that when selling it but i see people like they spend i don't know if they're telling the truth or not but they be spending so much money um for concert tickets because they're big fans like that one girl on tiktok for hairstyles yeah that's what i was Which thinking how much of. did she spend five thousand each or ten thousand each i think it was ten thousand but i don't Ridiculous. know I don't, it was either way it was more than three hundred dollars and i'm like that is that is outrageous me with concerts because my next concert i want to i wanted to say that sorry mm-hmm. did you have more to say no oh, okay um my next concert is literally this friday so i'm gonna go see rule you remember you remember mm-hmm. okay yeah oh i'm going cheapest tickets you just rule himself yeah oh yeah i don't know who's the opener oh. i didn't check but um the, what i love about small artists is that <laughs> like tickets are so cheap i think i didn't I, my friend bought them but i think they were i think she said they were like 50 dollars each and it's it's cheap. yeah it's like but it's like the one of those like small theaters you know yeah. those and i love the intimate ones um but I think it was like fifty dollars for general admission. But I remember, like, I love I love seeing small artists because of the ticket. The tickets are so cheap, and then, like I said, the shows are more intimate, and it's just like so cool. Like you know, you have the same amount of fun that you have at like a big concert. Yeah. So and it's like perfect because you're seeing it like right at the start of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but like maybe like the, oh, like the Sabrina Carpenter. <laughs> Concerts. oh yeah the tickets were like 20 dollars oh <laughs> but um the thing is is like sorry um yeah so i'm gonna go see rural this friday i think it's this friday speaking about like getting concert tickets mm-hmm. um we just did doja cat oh my goodness the struggle um yeah it's the it was the verified yeah. like you have to sign up so I signed up for the LA date, obviously. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, I don't like missing LA concert dates because there's always something special 
like celebrities always do something special for la like i don't know there's just always something there for them but so her so her la date and i think it's um like it's in november oh it's november 2nd so that's i think a thursday i think it's a thursday um and i signed up for that one but for she signed up for vegas and i was like why vegas (laughs) because i know i think i think they're back to back and it's crazy because most people who do la shows they like give a day or two days in between before their next show yeah like they i guess to spend time in la i don't know what they do but um the vegas show was like right next to like the day and then it's just it's friday like it just makes sense too mm-hmm. you know co- going to concerts on like friday or the weekend yeah but um I signed up for the LA one. Then she told me she did the Vegas. So then I had to go sign up for the Vegas one because you know <laughs> I want a code. And I and I'm like, oh, I always like get paranoid that, you know, Ticketmaster or whoever they're gonna realize like, oh, you got same name, same like you know, yeah. even though different email. They're yeah. like, I'm not gonna give it to you. And so I'm always like stressed about like not getting that because they see duplicate names. Mm-hmm. Um, well, like I mean common names that makes sense but i don't have a common name so it's like i'll be like mm, i know you <laughs> but um and i use my mom's phone number and i got the code for both i feel like i feel like the verified fans like everybody gets a code like i i really and like i mean i don't know but we got the code for the dates so she just had vegas but i had la and vegas and so the sale first of all i also want to say celebrities artists doing pre-sales and just sell like ticket sales when rent is due (laughs) it is it is oh it's just such a stressful time because it's like do you want to pay your rent do you want to see like this artist perform (laughs) and it sucks um but you know of course we choose the artist and i know like um we signed up anyways i had it was through Ticketmaster, Mm -hmm. and i'm like I don't I I like taught myself not to be stressed over concert tickets anymore of like heart beating in the yeah. oh my god I told like it's not that serious I can just I'll just go and buy a resale ticket like I really don't mind and then I, I have a trick when it comes to resale tickets but um I know I know but I didn't have I had on my laptop so you know how you can split the screen yeah and this tab is the la one so i'm waiting in the queue for the la one and the vegas one because it was at the pre-sale was at the same time because you know time zone but um and i got into the la one faster than the vegas vegas like took forever like it just was not going um but i think the tickets i don't know who i think one was Ticketmaster, but i think the vegas one was american express or was it opposite i don't know but they they were not the same like website. That's all I know. Oh okay. Um, but I think Ticketmaster was the LA one, and the way you would see the blue dots disappear because people were oh, buying. Oh yeah. I was now okay. That that distressed me out because I was like, oh, I just clicked on that ticket. Now I can't get it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> LA was too stressful, and then I remember getting let into the Vegas one as I'm like looking at the LA tickets, the price difference between la and vegas like i think the because we were looking at i mean i was just trying to go for cheap tickets it like i prefer the floor on every concert i go to if i don't get the floor it's not the end of the world but you know i do prefer um floor seats 
And I think I was looking at the tickets and it was like 300, like 400, 500. Yeah. Like that doesn't seem too bad, but like, I'm not like, like I do like Doja Cat's music and all this stuff, but like, she's not like my favorite, favorite celebrity. So it's like, you know, and then especially like, I have rent to pay, so I was like, <laughs> I don't know if I want. I don't know if I want to spend that much at the moment. Yeah. And, but I remember seeing like five hundreds and stuff, and I was like, that is so much. But then you went to the Vegas one, one hundred and ninety nine, per floor, for floor seats. Oh my god. And I'm like, I mean, I know what happens. I know, I know what happens because I know like when we went to the Drake concert, and we were front row and we paid three hundred, so it's like. Like I, I know I know tickets can be that like that cheap. And but you know, whatever. But the thing that sucks that I do not like about these um trying to get sites is that I feel like once I already clicked on the ticket or somebody else clicked on the ticket, remove it immediately. Because yeah. you know when you click on it and then you're ready to check out and then it's like, oh seats are gone. Yeah. Like get rid of it. Um but obviously we did not get the tickets to LA. We did get tickets to Vegas. So we you know, we will be going to the Vegas show, but I think it, it was, I think, okay, it was American Express. I, I, I think AX, AXS, that's American Express, right? Oh, uh, that's, that, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, that's just the, what the website's called, AXS. This whole time I've been thinking of American Express. <laughs> Maybe it does, but I think it's just AXS. Oh, well, anyways, sorry to them. But that, <laughs> way, that website... <laughs> I do not like them because they, every time I try to get concert tickets, they do not accept my card for some reason. And I'm like, I don't have money on there. And then I was even trying to use a credit card. And I know I have a credit, like my balance is, you know, good on there to yeah. purchase tickets. And <laughs> it like doesn't, but it, it does because Sabrina, like Sabrina Carpenter, her concert tickets are also AXS. Like, well, okay. at least like her last ones. Could not. For some reason, I do not have good luck with pre-sale tickets, but I have good luck with resale tickets. So <laughs> it's like, it's like whatever gets you there. Yeah, exactly. And my thing is, yeah, I wasn't accepting it. And then like, because I guess, you know how they give you like a limit because yeah. they don't want everybody buying up tickets. So I think they give you a limit of like four max. Okay. And so we were trying to get three tickets and then I was... I had I like I had them in my cart and I was like okay we're good to go but then it kept like didn't like it didn't deny my card but it was just like saying like an error like I forgot what the message was Mm -hmm. and then I think because I like tried it too many times like clicking out and then not like not like restarting like the website but going back to choose different tickets because since it wasn't working Mm -hmm. um they ended up (laughs) Locking you out? No, they didn't lock me out, but they changed my my max from four to one. <laughs> they would not let me purchase more than one. That's weird. And I was like, but I didn't buy anything yet. Anyways, but my friend, for some reason, and then because I even tried her card. Okay. Even tried her card, and it still wasn't going. But then she goes, and, you know, they weren't accepting her card either, so then she chose different seats. And then they finally like accepted it. So anyway, so we will be seeing Doja Cat in Vegas wow. in November, and wow. I'm excited. Like I hope, I hope um, her new album is gonna be really good. Oh yeah, is, really is there a date on that? 
No. I mean, well, not that I know of. I don't... Uh, I, I don't know. I just know she came out with that single. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, it's going to be released from now to the yeah. first concert date. Because I think she's starting in... Around West Coast. I think her, oh, okay. her start dates are West Coast. Because I think LA is like the second date, maybe. Or something. But it's just... Yeah, that's that's the only thing that sucks about like concert tickets because it's like obviously like Doja Cat's past albums have been like bangers, like mm-hmm. really good. And I'm like, man, what if I'm not too much of a fan of this one? <laughs> you know what? That's what I always fear because uh-huh. when I'm, I've gotten into artists and I was like, man, and like when their time has like sort of passed, like. What, like, months after they already came out with a new album, mm-hmm. like, the hype around them has gone away, and I'll start, I'll finally start to get into the artists, and I'm like, man, their old stuff is so good. I'm like, oh, they're releasing the album soon, and I hate the album, mm-hmm. but that's the album they're touring, and I really want to see them live, so that's the album I have to go see on tour. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, well, I've been, I like Justin Timberlake. I was really into him when 2020 Experience came out, mm-hmm. but those, I was like, 16 17 i didn't have money to buy concert tickets <laughs> and so and then he didn't come out with an album like five years later Jeez. and he came out with i don't know what it's called but he came out with his latest album and that album was trash <laughs> it was so bad but that's the album he was touring and i had to go see him so i went to that tour and he performed most songs from that new album which Dang. was like whatever but the album is so bad <laughs> But yeah, that's what that's what I always like fear of, like me not liking their next album and then but still wanting to go on to their tour. Mm-hmm. But you know what I don't get? Speaking of ticket prices, huh? this this might make sense to everybody else, but this does not make sense to me. Why do stadium stadium prices? OK, stadiums fit so many people, like 100,000 people, 80,000 people. Mm-hmm. Why are those prices more expensive than arena prices? If there's more seats, that means there's, I think, less of a demand rather than an artist performing at mm-hmm. an arena where there's only like 17,000 seats. There, I think there's less seats. I, I believe there would be more of a demand. But why is stadium prices more expensive than arena? Because even the nosebleed, nosebleed prices at stadiums... Now hitting in the hundreds. Ex- so expensive for no reason and you're farther away you're literally in the sky <laughs> mm-hmm. and you're paying more for no than for nosebleeds in an arena where you're an arena you're closer to them and cheaper that makes zero sense to me now i would see why it's cheaper in like little theaters and little things like that mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. the artist is smaller but the same level of... But then they're not even expensive in the literal theater. Yeah, exactly. I see why they're not expensive because the artist doesn't have that much hype around them. They're smaller artists, so I would see why that... But the same amount the same amount of hype for artists who perform in stadiums and arenas kind of are at the same level. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the ticket prices just do not make sense to me. Yeah. I mean... Okay, isn't, isn't it like the people... Oh, unless those are just VIP prices. But like, isn't... Who who comes? The discussion of how much tickets are being sell isn't it like the managers, the tour managers, and the team mixed with the company who's selling the tickets plus the the location? I have no clue. Oh, <laughs> that's where I was like, I remember looking it up, but I don't, I don't, 
I don't exactly remember um, or know if it's even right. But I swear it was like, I know it's like a collective group of people who come to like decide. And the thing is, I, I feel like if they if they don't, I don't know if they do, but if they don't have a say like the artist, I think they definitely need to say because a lot of them talk about like, I don't want my fans paying so much money for yeah. this. And it's like, are you in the room? when they're like deciding prices because if you are like i understand you can't like sell them for twenty dollars ten dollars and stuff but it's like when you start getting close to the floor and yeah it's like okay because you have like 89 dollars nosebleeds and then yeah you get to the floor which can range from 150 all the way up to like thousands yeah dollar which is crazy um, and I understand, like, you have all these fees to pay, and you have a whole team to pay, and just, like, all this stuff. But, like, like I don't know. I feel like when you spend over a certain limit of money on these tickets, so I, I don't know, I'm definitely off topic of what you were saying. You should at least get something. <laughs> <laughs> because I understand, like, you're going for the concert, but it's only a three-hour. It's a three- to four-hour show. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, that's still not, like, merely enough like you know how many hours you have to put in for work (laughs) to make just to pay for that ticket Mm -hmm. and it's like i mean you can give me a little something something. i'm not telling you to come down to the crowd and hug me but like at least uh free merch because the merch be expensive yeah (laughs) free merch or like free like food and drink oh yeah that's true at least yeah yeah but i don't i don't know why they do certain prices so you're saying like what the arena tickets are cheaper yeah like um stadium because oh well then that never mind that goes with your demand but there's more seats no there's more seats but you know people are gonna come so to make more buck hmm. hype up the prices which is why theaters maybe that's theaters are so cheap and then arenas are a little bit more expensive and the stadiums are just outrageous i don't believe this <laughs> it just doesn't make i i in my own head it does not make sense and i feel like i don't know i always just just for like, sheer distance you are from the stage it should be way yeah. cheaper and I'm, I'm sure there's a business strategy cool. behind the prices and oh, stuff no definitely this is just from a profit. consumer standpoint yep and you know we live in it we live in the u.s you mm-hmm. know capitalism is crazy <laughs> you know everybody does anything for money yeah so if they can charge more because the artist is popular they're gonna do it yeah. like it's because you know it's gonna i mean the recent like concerts going on sale and everything um the tickets and stuff and how many people join the free, like the queue yeah is so you know they're gonna people are gonna be willing to pay for it mm-hmm. they really don't care and it's like man i mean concerts are fun concerts are they are fun they and are I will s- continue to go to them oh absolutely i'm, I'm I, still gonna complain about the prices oh absolutely. so why not number one person on my bucket list to go see in concert is obviously beyonce yeah that i oh i want to go to her birthday show so bad what, where is that at here really yeah it's september 4th right that's her birthday right yeah yeah yeah, it's an LA Nine, date. Nine four eight one B day. Oh, there. <laughs> <laughs> but oh man, I want. I'm still looking, but you know, resale tickets are like 
selling for crazy. And like, Beyonce is definitely the only, (laughs) probably not the only, but like, definitely um one of the artists that i would see in the nosebleeds i don't like nosebleed seats kudos to everybody who does nosebleed seats that's not for me i want to <laughs> s- at least want to see a sweat <laughs> like i need to see something and um i mean i will sit in nosebleeds for her i will i will be up there what's a what's a celebrity an artist that you have on your breath list to see god i mean seeing beyonce would definitely be amazing but just not for this album it's just not my cup i just don't like yeah kind of dance t- type of music if she was touring literally any other album I, my favorite album for her differs between b-day and four mm-hmm. um if she was like if she did an eras tour i would definitely go to that oh my god i i'm sorry i need every artist to steal from taylor stuff right now and you know who's stealing from them? And I'm going to see them who? September 9th. Jonas Brothers. Really? They're doing the what? whole... They're not doing like eras, but they're doing like five albums in one night. Like all their albums in one night. But yes, the Jonas Brothers are just announced their tour. They just came off the album. Have you listened to it? No. Fake fan? <laughs> they sing fake fan? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just came out with the album. Oh my god. God, I can't believe I forgot about this. Oh my God! What? Demi just followed Nick back on Instagram. Oh really? <laughs> I literally almost dropped my phone when I saw that tweet. That she followed him back. I can't believe it. Like their friendship rekindling is like there. There is there's hope left for them to rekindle their friendship. I lost hope, but. <laughs> No, not for them. Oh. Selena unfollowed Zane. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. That was so weird. I saw that tweet of Selena, of just saying Selena unfollowed Bella Hadid, Zane, Dua Lipa, and I think there was another person. I don't know. I thought it was Gigi. Oh, Gigi too? Yeah. I, I know I saw Bella's name, but I don't remember Gigi. Um, but yeah, you know, that was just like a random update I saw. They all have like a connection to like the Hadids, so. Um, My heart broke. Like, Zayn and Selena, you know how long I've been waiting for oh. that for it to happen? Oh, speaking of Zayn, have you heard his new... I saw, I heard the, I heard the, yeah, the little snippet of what you want to say about... <laughs> That's my man, think about this, remember this. Someone put a good tweet about it, describing the song, and I thought you were so right. Oh, I gotta see, I gotta see, hold on, one second. Oh, she's looking that up. Yeah, I saw the, I saw the snippet, and I mean, because I, I remember it was like, Liam, I mean, Zane followed Liam. I was like, oh wow. Oh yeah, I saw that they, they like interacted. Yeah. On something. I was just like, all right. But um, Zane, that that music. I mean, I don't know how I feel about the beat because Zane has. I think Zane has one of like the best voices, definitely of our generation. Like it's it's really good. I don't know, and it's just so smooth. And it's like I wish he continues to do smooth music like that. I mean, I'm still gonna listen to it and stream it anyways because it's insane but yeah um i mean i'm excited new music is out that's all i care about so um <laughs> they quoted pop bass tweeting like zane's snippet of his song mm-hmm. and someone quoted it saying this is the type of music you see struggling artists posting under viral tweets <laughs> <laughs> that's so sad it's pretty bad it was pretty bad when i listened to it yeah i don't i, I just don't like the beat but like you know we're in like such a like 
I feel like we're, how do I say it? I, I, I'm not trying to be mean, but like we're in such a weird time for music. And like by that, I mean the, the sound of so many artists is like, oh, I try, I, I'm really trying to get these words in, but they're, you can tell they're all following a trend. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like artists are now like, are having more like, like creative freedom with their work now mm-hmm. than like back in like early 2010s and like late 2000s and stuff but um i feel like everybody's following the same pattern like though do you see how it's like a like a like it's i don't want to say like it's not house music but it's like i don't know how to describe it anyways but the way zane's new s- snippet sounds it's it sounds like a it's kind of like like the a, just a change in direction like how um, in a way, like Beyonce's new album sounds mm-hmm. different from her other ones. I mean, well, all of Beyonce's albums are like kind of somewhat different, but it just switched the genre. But like, I mean, Beyonce, we all know the reason why Beyonce chose that style of yeah. music right now. But um, yeah, so I feel like everybody's kind of like doing a flip. They're either going like in a rock way or like a like the house type music like yeah. that. Or I don't know how to describe it, but it's I call. I kind of like the Harry Styles. <laughs> I call it the Harry Styles effect because, I mean, from his last album. Okay, so I mean, I'm. I mean, I know I was like a big fan of the first and second album. Yes, I think so. And, but like his recent album, it's that there's just a genre of music I don't know how to like pinpoint it. Mm-hmm. But the way. That sounds, I've noticed that a lot of like other celebrities are kind of adopting their music to sound like that. Mm-hmm. Um, like the recent one, like I heard a clip. I mean, I mean, I guess like they compared it to like Tame Impala or um, it was like Madison Beer's recent oh, okay. song. So like that, do, do you get kind of get what I'm getting at? Yeah. Or like Rule. I like... There are so many songs that Rural has like le- released that honestly he puts out no skip albums. Like to me, I really like like his music, but his recent one, which is like we're gonna go see him in, like in concert. Mm-hmm. But this is not my favorite album of his. Oh, okay. But when you listen to when you listen to some of like his songs on his recent one, it truly sounds like Harry Styles. It's it's this genre i don't know Mm -hmm. like again i don't know how to pronounce it but i think since people kind of saw and like label saw it's been working really well for harry Mm -hmm. it's been pushing like other artists to oh not like oh let me just do that type of music i think they enjoy that type of music so they want to make that music yeah because again people have more creative freedom and it's like yeah, like, I don't know. So I feel like everybody's music, that's why I say we're in such a weird, weird time because you can definitely tell how much one hit can influence, like, a whole artist album. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense, but... Yeah. I haven't listened to Rule's new stuff. Honestly, I haven't listened to any of Rule's stuff, but one song I love from him is Face to Face. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, Sorry. and I still have that, I still have that playing a lot in my car today. That one, okay listen please listen to um sorry i'm as you can tell i'm on his music right now but younger i think i've listened to that one. Oh, i love younger he was real big on twitter with that oh really ep or album whatever it is 
Oh, wow. Yeah, these ones, like, honest, and his albums are never really that, never really that long anyways. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's like a pretty quick listen. I think this is like his longest album. But there's just like, there's just music on here. Because sometimes, I remember he would say like, I'll say like, he sounds like, he reminds me of Shawn Mendes. Like Mm -hmm. in his like, some of his songs, like they just sound the same to me. But, um, yeah, this one is Derry Harry Styles Coded. And I and I want to play, is it this one? Sorry, I'm going to pause, y'all. Look in my direction, but I swear you look right Yeah, like, it's, it sounds like Harry Styles, and it's just crazy to me. But, um, like, the vocals is crazy. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, you should definitely listen. I mean, I, I even though it's I, it's not my favorite album, it says it's still a good album. Yeah. Not probably not every song to me, but it's good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're gonna end the podcast here, but thanks for listening in to our first episode of Previously on the Internet, and we'll be back next Wednesday for another episode with more trending topics and just things that are on our mind about pop culture but make sure to follow us on all our social medias it's previously on the internet on tiktok and instagram and then poti podcast on twitter and of course don't forget to follow or subscribe to our podcast previously on the internet on whatever service you listen to us on bye Bye. see See you you next time. time